0: All right, this is bad. Two to the A's in a row, five in a row. This is bad.
1: And I'm we sounding the
0: alarm. We level
1: headed yesterday and did not overreact to losing one game because it's baseball season. Um, yeah, no, that's not good. that's uh, five in a row and two to the A's is not good.
0: The overreact people have won this one. They have, they have. They're they were were right. Wrong. All right, they're right. I'm sorry, they're right. Uh, this is bad. Ben and I will break down the loss. We will talk about whether or not you say Kikuchi should still pitch in a major league level in the starting rotation, and we will give you this day in history because we're sad. It is on Lockdown On Blue Jays. It is right now.
1: You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: If nothing else brings you up, it's got to be that jingle, dude. That jingle <laughs> is so darn good. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Matt Bonaparte and Ben Shulman with you on this wonderful Thursday, excuse me, Wednesday morning. Uh, we're recording right after the game, so it says Wednesday on the top right of my computer. Um the Jays lose again, this time again, to the Oakland Athletics, the worst team unequivocally in baseball coming into the series. May I remind you, they technically did not have one player on their roster with an OPS above 700. Let that sink in. They,
1: um, they haven't even had a player this year. Like I Again, I think most people don't care about this, but I searched for all players. They didn't even have a, a short-term 700 OPS. Like a They're two just spot
0: bad. Like this. They're just bad. And they keep beating yeah. the Toronto Blue Jays. It's not a good look for Toronto. Now, only, what is that, six games above 500? That's bad, yeah. dude.
1: Still a playoff um, spot, but yeah, six above. Still five. a playoff
0: spot, but that's not good. Um, no. You're not you're not exactly striking fear into the eyes of your opponents. Um, and also, what's crazy about today's game is like the ace had five runs on four hits. Um, well, so, like, you have a why. bad game. Yes, he did. He walked five guys. <laughs> yeah, but and he It him. looks better than it was.
1: He hit yes, two he batters hit two and he walked five. He faced Ben Nicholson Smith. Talked about it and tweeted it. And I again, we do have to not hit on him too much. Yes,
0: we will. We done. will get into the Kikuchi madness, but I did just want to hit on the fact that like the man has no control.
1: But anyway, we're gonna. I'm gonna hold off. seven Let's of them got free passes. Yes, it's bad.
0: Um, the bats. Like Teoscar hit the ball. He had an RBI. Chapman did well. That's my scary kind of big for me. Went three for four with two ribbies. Um, Tapia even got two hits. Your least favorite player on the team, but
1: not my least favorite, uh, but close. Uh, (laughs) I think he is. Who is then? Um, he might have started tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, can I? Can I? I'm a big fan of Bones Domus, But can I call you out in one sec? I don't know if I can. I, I don't know if I can give you. Uh, like credit for Chapman, even though he's your hype train, because you also slandered him on yesterday's pod, so you're in like a weird middle ground here.
0: I had my best, kinda, you know, kind of <laughs> hedged. I kind of hedged. You kind of hedged. Fair. That's fair. Um, hey, you know what? Oh, that's fair. Um, I will just say he did hit well, though.
1: Um, he did. he did. That's true.
0: I like, I'd like to say that they were fine, but like, so, like, here's there's two ways of looking at this, right? Like, You can look at this box score and be like, you know, like they scored three runs. You know, they should have done more than that. Uh, You could look at it and be like, you know, they hit the ball. It just couldn't get guys in. But you could also sit there and be like, there's no reason they shouldn't be lighting teams up like every night. Like there's really no reason this offense, especially against Oakland, shouldn't just be going out there and mashing. Like I get that you can't do that every night, but like you can, you can in Oakland, you can.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like things are not working at the same time when they're hitting, they're not pitching. And when they're, they didn't pitch well today, but honestly, like five runs back-to-back days, you could easily win one of those games and they just haven't come up with enough runs. Uh, They had 10 hits today and only four chances with runners in scoring position, which is like, I just points to them hitting a ton of singles at different times um so like it wasn't actually like they generated that many opportunities to score the one hit they had with runners in scoring position so like pull the curtain back a little bit uh global jam on sportsnet going on right now you can check me out there in the mornings but also canada uh playing in the afternoon so i was watching uh, our dog quincy gary absolutely ball out for canada dunk and a couple threes he's got that stroke going um which is good to see because that's that's what he was working on all the time um but Uh, I switch over full-time, like I was back and forth. I switch over full-time in that sixth inning, an inning where they have three hits and don't score a run. The one hit they got with runners in scoring position, Chapman hits a rocket, and I like Luis Rivera, and I generally regard his decisions at third base as solid ones, but why he sent Alejandro Kirk to get thrown out by 15 feet, I'll just never understand, so... You know, that's a pretty pivotal point in the game. You you could have had the bases loaded, one out, down two. Instead, you have first and second, two outs. Uh, and that was the only hit they got with in scoring position.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the bats, like, I don't know. I think there are, like, like I said, there's two camps out there where, like, I think people are, like, when they hear me say this, they're like, well, Bones, like, you know, they're fine. And, like, they'll get it together. And you can't say, you can't knock them too much. But at the same time, man, like if you're going to win a World Series this season and they are in win now, you have to have an offense that can just beat up the bad teams, right? Like This is also the time where the Jays get the break in the schedule. You're getting the bad teams. You've played the hard ones for so long. Now you're getting the bad teams and you're dropping two straight? This isn't okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, they, I believe they're leading the American League in OPS still. So it's – I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, I I agree with you. Sometimes when you look on a nightly basis, you're like, whoa, they're not scoring. But then also when they score, they really score. You know? So it's like hard – they'll score in bunches and then they'll just go cold. Their last three games, three runs, one run, three runs. Even – you got to go back uh, to the 1st of July, Canada Day. For the last time, they scored more than five. So that's five. In their five-game losing streak, they've scored five once. They've scored three or less the other four times. Their pitching has been bad, but so has the offense. Uh, It's been a brutal, brutal stretch, uh, similar to the one I pointed out on the low points. So, yeah, I mean, you you do have to do more. Um, Can I say one thing that I'm not making an excuse is purely entertainment value? I hate that ballpark. I hate that ballpark. I, I hate watching games there. It's terrible. It's ugly. Sewage ran into the dugouts one time. Google it. Uh, huge foul territory that somehow the A's know exactly Dude. how to hit it just foul oh, enough. That's to hit the, the home ski.
0: ballpark. Yeah.
1: How many times have they just parked a ball in like the third row? It's ridiculous. It and nothing gets out of park. there. You have to. I mean, they hit two homers today. I know, but like nothing gets out of there.
0: It's a bad park objectively the worst in baseball maybe the chop's worse those are, like it's, it's funny about that is the chop war is
1: man i don't know Oco's the back. A roof that baseballs can hit
0: it's true it's true um isn't that wild like 20 it years from now when exactly the Tropp's gone it. people are going to be like that was a thing um yeah. i think it's funny that like the trap and oko are the worst two baseball stadiums in in the majors and it's not even close and then like
1: the next one's like so far beyond like i couldn't even tell you the third. Like some people don't like the rogers center and and I think teach their own on that sort of opinion, but it's even if you were to say which I don't think it is, it's the third worst ballpark. It's like forty thousand steps above it's it's literally the money ball line where it's like there's the rich teams and the poor teams, and then there's like a hundred feet of crap or whatever, and then there's the drop in Oco. Uh, not to mention, and again, you know, I, I hate to do this because, you know, they won and their fans win because they've won two in a row and they won the series. There were like 2,000 people yesterday when I I listened to their – or today. I guess yesterday when you're listening to it. When, uh, when I listened on the radio to the first game, they were talking about 4th of July, going to be one of the biggest crowds, 20,000 people coming. I was like, oh, <laughs> Twenty thousand people. That's this stadium fits forty-five. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so, I don't know. I I will just say the Blue Jays played terribly, but this is an entertainment value thing as much as it is about wins and losses. At the end of the day, you know, no one no one sits here and talks about the Blue Jays winning in ninety-three. Now we just want to see a good game tonight, uh, and it's not fun to watch games there. So, yeah, a
0: lot of people saying. Uh... What do they call the White Sox field now? It's not guaranteed rate anymore,
1: is it? Is it still guaranteed? No, rate? It, it is guaranteed rate. It was U.S. Cellular, wasn't it? Now it's guaranteed rate. Oh,
0: it was U.S. Cellular. Now it's guaranteed rate. Well, people. I like saying,
1: U.S. Cellular, but it's an incredibly unpopular
0: opinion. People are saying they hate it. I like. The uh, all right, let me write, read that. Uh, whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as your partner with the modern convenience of online shopping at blue nile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that to let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft your partner's perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Uh, and looking for fine jewelry, but having trouble choosing Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24 7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside shop stress-free, and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today.
1: Okay. <laughs> now we get to talk about Yusei Kikuchi. Fun. Um, so Kikuchi was actually pretty much, I know he's been bad, but probably, I'm, I'm looking at his game blocks right now, Like pretty much as bad as he's been. Um, the only worse start I can really nail down for sure was at Kansas city, which is another putrid baseball team where he didn't get out of the first inning and walked forward. Uh, in a game. The blue Jays went on to lose again. Only
0: game of, in June. He didn't give up a Homer though.
1: Congrats. You say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, and I, we, I wanted to save this. Some of what I think is happening to the offense recently is that, Three games in a row, the Blue Jays have allowed first inning runs, and I do think that it is harder uh, when you all of a sudden have this big task where okay, we got to come back from two, we got to come back from three right now, and you start maybe swinging for the fences and stuff like that. Uh, Kikuchi has been just awful since the start of June. I, there's no I, look, I you know he's better than me, but like there's no way around it. Uh, really, he's better than you. I, I had that curveball though. Um, <laughs> and recently, I tried pitching submarine sidearm to one of my friends, and I threw a slider, and it worked. It was crazy. Uh, wild, uh, allegedly, they're looking at me. But um, let's see what his live ERA is because I'm on his baseball reference, so I don't have his live ERA. His live ERA is not good. I can tell you that it's five one two, which even for Yusei Kikuchi, uh is is bad. Like, he hasn't had a five-year in the last two years. Uh, I, you know, it's so tough because they have paid him $36 million to pitch for three years. So he has made, I don't know if this is how it works because I'm not a pro baseball player, but he's made about $6 million, I believe. He's got about thirty million and two and two and a half years left on his contract. Uh, which is not fun. If he was making a million dollars, he wouldn't be a Toronto Blue Jay right now. I'm pretty sure of it, or at least he'd be in the bullpen. Um, they brought up today on the broadcast, they brought Arden Swelling and Ben Nicholson-Smith in from At The Letters, Sportsnet Pod, um, and uh, not a competitor because we're a daily pod, and they're not a daily pod, so we're in different niches. Those guys are cool. You You're the only, are the, the only podcast. daily We are the only daily And we appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us every day. Um, Ben, I believe it was, brought up, you say, to Triple A, To me right now, that feels like the most sensible option. I don't know how you think
0: about that. He needs, like, he absolutely needs, like, a rehab stint or something, dude. Like, they need to be like, "His, his elbow hurts. We're sending him down. Like, that's what he needs. Like he needs to go down there and figure it out and then come back up with like a new slider or something. And they'll be like, next time you're on, he's like, look how his hands are a little bit lower now. Like, that's always what it is. It's like his hands are in the wrong spot or something. And then he comes back and just shoves for like an entire month. So that is what he needs. I mean, he's just got to go. I said this like a couple pods, like maybe a week ago, like it was the brewer series when Barrios was also struggling Like both those guys. Like they just needed a rehab stint. Um, And Kikuchi really like badly needs it. Uh, And I I mean, they've got to act fast because I mean, we're at the All Star break now almost. Um, They got to figure that out. Like, because he can't be bad all year. He just can't. Like, you're not going to win a World Series if he's bad the whole time. You're just not.
1: Um, Small tangent. That uh, hands lower thing reminded me of like with Jose Bautista turned from like an average reserve player like not even an average player player like an average reserve player for like 10 years into a 54 home run guy for the blue jays they said he was putting his foot down earlier See, Ins- there it is it's all it is insane <laughs> but uh i digress here's my only problem with my own idea uh, it appears while we don't know for sure that kevin gosman is at least not going to make his next start they mm-hmm. already aren't that deep since Ryu got hurt. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, they're are gonna they going trade
0: put... for Martin Perez? I don't see why not.
1: Maybe. Not I mean, I like that, that sure. idea more than a lot of people want Castillo. Like, okay, if they were the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox, the Los Angeles Dodgers, or these days, the New York Mets. You like DFA him and you trade for Luis Castillo, and you're like, oops, we screwed that up. Let's make this guy our long term decision. But I don't know just, if they DFA him. But like, what can they do? Or like, trade him and take on at least half. They honestly,
0: players. I think what would happen is you would just like, you'd have like, who is their best pitcher in Buffalo right now? Like, who is pitching the well, best?
1: I think Max Castillo was Buffalo's best starter before they called him.
0: All right, so give him a shot. Like, I don't see why we're sitting here not giving that guy a shot.
1: Like Why? I would give that guy a shot, but also Casey Lawrence might start uh, on Thursday.
0: Casey Lawrence also has been a dog in AAA, the 34-year-old. he was
1: not a dog um, in his appearance against the Rays. Now, granted, that
0: wasn't
1: wasn't a start. That was a guy gets hit with a liner, so it's not the same. You're not preparing to face the whole lineup. You don't get your full Give the guy
0: a chance. I mean... At some point you have to make the decision to give somebody a chance. And also like that does two things. I mean, you have a different opportunity to win the game without you say on the bump, but you also maybe throw some fire on Durham and change the way he views his own opportunity. Like this is a business at the end of the day, if you're not going to help this team win. We don't want you.
1: So let me, let me throw a scenario out there for you. Throw me a scenario, uh, man. Let's, we're going to zoom forward a little bit to like Kevin Gosman is healthy. And let's say Max Castillo, just as, as a filler, because I think there are probably a couple options they're considering. But Max Castillo goes in a Kikuchi spot. Kikuchi goes to triple up. Um, and maybe they call Matt Gage up again. And, um, and Castillo has like three good starts. Like I'm not saying like Alec Manoa coming out of the gate, like world beater starts, but like three good starts. Like you're happy with it. Like him.
0: three beginning of the year strip starts.
1: Yeah, like he goes like f- five innings, two earned runs, then he goes six and three, then maybe he has one like six innings, one earned run. You're like, okay, this guy can kind of do it. Gotcha. You know? Sure. Um, even if it's a little worse than that. What do you do with Kikuchi? If you has Kikuchi not
0: been pitching that whole time?
1: He's been pitching in AAA, I, I guess. In this, scenario. How's he doing? He's doing all right. What does that mean? Give me numbers. I don't know. He's got like a three ERA in AAA.
0: No, you can't come up with a 3 year in AAA. Like, if, if he's coming here from AAA, he better be absolutely nails. But like so better be shoving
1: the $36 million man at AAA? I guess I'll bring
0: him up, but, like...
1: like Here's the thing. You kind of have to do something with him at some point because he's so I would
0: smart. trade him at all costs, to be honest with you, but, like...
1: I know, but who wants... It's just
0: nobody. Nobody wants him. And it's path. the first year of his deal. Like, it's just, like, he's been an utter failure. Um but the the real option is like you would you would i don't know you, And realistically you'd give him another chance in the majors if he has a 3 ERA in the minors and you'd give him another chance like realistically like the money says you have to right like like you said before if he was making a million dollars right now he would have been cut 10 years ago like you'd give the you have to give the guy another shot i know you've put it's too expensive. much money in him not to
1: they're kind of handcuffed and it stinks and i I know you were out on the deal kind of from the beginning. I'll admit I wasn't totally, you know, they've turned around some guys. I thought half a season last year, he was pretty phenomenal. Maybe they could capture it. Maybe he's flipping it this year. Maybe he's going to be an all-star in the second half. Uh, I don't believe it, but it's baseball and, you know, crazier things have happened. Um, But they have, you know, A large part of them being a little bit worse than uh, we thought they were going to be is the starting pitching has not been where it is. And that's not all on him Uh, because today, the day you're listening to this, the Blue Jays are trying to avoid a sweep with five ERA Jose Barrios on the mound. And only uh, the baseball gods know what's going to happen because none of us know what's going to happen every time Barrios steps out. Not to mention Ryu is hurt, but um, this is a serious problem. Uh, and they need to figure it out. Especially you might want them to figure it out. If you placed a bet on the Blue Jays before the year to do something like maybe make the World Series, maybe with someone like BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. On Bet Online, you can find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information like live betting, esports, and scores, and BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news. Plus, if you're a guy that likes MMA, boxing, golf, that'll be the easiest way to check on those events as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts.
0: It's this day time. It's time for this day
1: in Blue Jays history.
0: This is where Ben and I usually get a game from today. And we take you back in our time machine. And that's just what we're going to do here. We turn into an NPR station. That's just what we're going to do here on Locked On Blue Jays. Uh, I'm going to begin. Okay. July 6th. The year is 2018. The Rogers Center is packed 37,254 in attendance to see a night game on a Friday. The Yankees are in town. The Yankees are good this season, coming into this game at 56-28. and 28. The Jays have not had such luck. A 40-46 and 46 record, and the odds are stacked against them in this one. The newly acquired – actually, excuse me, hold on. Let me just make sure I have the thing right. <laughs> no, the struggling Sonny Gray is on the bump for the Yankees, while for the Blue Jays, Sam Gaviglio. How about a name right there? Oh, yeah. Sam pitches beautifully, four and a third, one earned, two runs, only one earned, gives up four hits, three walks, six Ks, something you'll take. Uh, And then six or five relievers come in uh, to save the day. Three holds in this ball game. Joe Biagini ends up getting the win. He comes in for one and two thirds, only allows, actually allows nothing. He he, he had actually a great performance in this game. His ERA came down to six one eight. one 8 Joe Biagini was not doing very well up until this point. No. Aaron Loop came in after him, then Sung Juano, then John Axford, and then Tyler Clippard finished it. On the other side,
1: the Yankees said He was a Blue Jays. Sorry to cut you off, but that is. No, it was, yeah. No, it absolutely was Blue Jays. Jays. Those are crazy. Totally. All four of them. Loop yeah.
0: it's Clippard, all four of them. Fantastic. Uh, the Yanks pitching that night was terrible. Gray, who was a bad Yankee. David Hale for five and two-thirds, who actually pitched his heart out. Uh, Gray didn't get out of the third inning, by the way. Went two innings, five earned. Uh, the Jays absolutely destroyed them. Great Jays lineup that night. Curtis Granderson led off. Jan Hervis Salarte in the three-hole. Uh, Devin Travis in the nine spot. I mean, just a lot of fun. Some Blue Jays heroes. Kevin Pilar in the lineup. Russell Martin in the lineup. Justin Smoke was there. It was a it was a ball of a time. On the other side, Greg Bird was there. Love him. Uh, Austin Romine, Neil Walker, some fun names. Aaron Judge went over five at three strikeouts. So Blue Jays fans will probably be happy about that. It's a big win, big win for the Jays. So hopefully they can take that in Oakland uh, and win a three thirty start tomorrow or today. Uh,
1: today, yeah, today. Um. All right. Well, yeah, I like this idea of escaping from what actually happened on July 6th, because that was no (laughs) fault. Uh, So the date is July 6th, 1997. 41,137 fans packed the Sky Dome because the Yankees are in town. Uh, And on the mound for the Blue Jays is Roger Clemens. We're going to suspend reality and pretend that there's nothing weird about that at all. Um, And that we wouldn't find out anything later because... Roger's absolutely nails in this stuff.
0: Surely he wouldn't lie to Congress.
1: Well, that's not important, and he hasn't yet. Uh, (laughs) On July 6, 1997, all he's doing is throwing darts uh, to the tune (laughs) of a shutout. Nine innings, four hits, no runs, one walk, 10 Ks. Absolutely disgusting performance from Roger Clemens. Uh, One of the few hits he gives up, you might like this, a double to Joe Girardi. Um, Oh, I love that. Random. Bernie Williams Joe. also got a hit. Um, love that. And uh, Wade Box was a Yankee at this point in time. So those are the Yankees. He
0: hated doing it, but he won a World Series.
1: Yeah. Um, but on the other side, the Blue Jays get some good contributions. Sean Green with an RBI double. That's nice. Bad Blue Jays team. Not a good team. But Carlos Delgado, good, which is the story of his Blue Jays career. Uh, he went two for four that day. Um, but the Sean Green hit was the only extra base hit. Two runs in the bottom of the second for the Blue Jays. That was all they need, and I really wanted to focus on this one because, A, disgusting Roger Clemens' year. Uh, He goes to the Blue Jays. This is his first year, 97. uh, Goes 21-7 and that year, leads the majors in wins, 205 ERA, leads the AL in earned run average, uh, and ends up winning the Cy Young Award. Uh, Absolutely disgusting. Would win Cy Young's in both his years with the Blue Jays. Uh, This was also his first start against the Yankees, the team he would end up going to. But at that point, he was more of a, a Boston guy. So he probably still would have, or pardon me, it's his second start against the Yankees. I botched, but whatever. Um, In that stretch, I'm just going to read you a crazy Rod stretch um, because if you forget everything that he did, it's pretty nasty. Um, All of these appearances in a row, he gives up two runs or fewer. Not just earned runs, two runs or fewer. June 21st, seven shutty. June 26th, seven and a third shutty. July 1st, eight and a third, two earned runs. This July 6th game against the Yankees, shutout, 10 strikeouts. Then goes to Boston, eight innings, one earned run, 16 strikeouts. Then comes, oh no, goes to Texas, complete game, one run, 10 strikeouts. Then home versus Milwaukee, eight innings, shutting, seven strikeouts. Then goes to Milwaukee, eight innings, one run, 10 strikeouts. That's eight starts in a row where he went at least seven innings. And in six of them, he went eight or further. And only one of them, he even gave up two earned runs. The rest of them was one or zero.
0: What's crazy about his time uh, past his Boston era where he was just like a legend Um goes to the Jays has like arguably two of the best seasons of his career. And then like, Goes to the Yankees for what five seasons and is never nearly as good, like not yeah. even close. And then he leaves for the Astros and has unequivocally the best season of his career with a 187 ERA. And then has a, yeah. you could throw another, another good season, yeah, you could throw 99. Um, then he has another good season, and then he goes back to the Yankees and stinks again. He
1: wasn't even good with the Yankees and he won a Cy Young because he won, yeah, that's true. He went twenty and three, and they were like, "But he influenced winning." Uh, <laughs> three and a half ERA. I know it was the steroid era, but like, come on. Years before Still. and years later in the steroid era, like, like ninety seven but... is in the steroid era, and he had a two hundred five and a two six five ERA for the Jays. Nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. I'd love to let me check his like nineteen ninety seven might be his best war year. Two
0: thousand one, um, he absolutely robbed Freddie Garcia of a Cy Young, who ended up third in that vote behind. Mark Mulder, who went 21-8 with a 3-4-5 ERA at four shutouts. Even he should have beaten Clemens that year, too. Jamie Moyer came fourth that year. What a great Cy Young vote that was. Mike Mussina had a 7-1 war. He came fifth.
1: Best war year uh, for Roger Clemens in his career was 1997 with the Blue Jays. 264 innings, which led the majors, and a 205 ERA. Plus, he had an American League-leading 292 strikeouts, which he would never match again in his career.
0: Yeah, he was fantastic that season. Insane. Absolutely fantastic.
1: Insane. Yeah, he was so and, good. Um, did he get caught technically? I know he got caught lying. But...
0: I mean, did any of them get caught technically? Innocent! <laughs> <Are we> they <just laughs> proven guilty.
1: No, yeah, he's... he's not <clears> the They're all
0: cheetahs! Ah. Uh, uh, thanks for making Locked On Blue Jays <laughs> your first listen every day. Ben and I will be back tomorrow to... Uh, Recap, another Blue Jays. Hopefully this time win. Uh, but if it's a loss, we'll be back doing the same thing. Ben has a crazy item this time. That's insane. Uh, go make your second listen. Lockdown MLB Prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he is going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. Three, it's, it's available wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, other places. YouTube. Go to the YouTube. We have how many subscribers,
1: Matt? Uh, 95. You know, Segundo, 98.
0: 98. We're up to 98 subscribers.
1: One more and we get to 100 because we have one two We have one in the pocket.
0: More to 100. Come on, people. Just give us one, two more subbies. And Green we're show, at 100.
1: Subscriber. We have nothing have you... for you, but maybe we'll think of something.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll do something crazy. Probably not. But maybe. We'll see you later. Peace.